are common universal goals. If we analyze the actions of all human beings, ultimately we'll find that everything that we do, whether we are conscious of it or not, is motivated by a common universal goal. The goal of avoidance of suffering and the goal of attainment of bliss or happiness. Though there are many other immediate needs and desires that stimulate our actions in daily life, but behind all of them is a fundamental motivation to remove pain and find happiness. Every other human goal and desire is a subset to this one. About suffering. Suffering is always the effect of wrong thought in some direction. It is an indication that the individual is out of harmony with himself, with the law of his being. The sole and supreme use of suffering is to purify, to burn out all that is useless and impure. Suffering ceases for him who is pure. There could be no object in burning gold after the dross had been removed, and a perfectly pure and enlightened being could not suffer. When do people become spiritual? Often it is only when a person becomes afflicted with poverty or disease or a suffering of some kind and all the outer available material methods of maintaining health, prosperity and happiness fail that they begin to seek other means of health or release from their troubles. Sometimes it is also one's reach or one's search for answer to deeper questions and the available answers aren't satisfying enough. This is when one starts to delve into various spiritual teachings. The spiritual journey. Assuming you are at destination A and you want to reach destination B, your journey to your destination will not be one path because there are many paths available to reach the same goal. Also, you can reach the destination by walking, by driving a car, taking an auto, a train or an airplane. Walking would take several months by an airplane you can reach or arrive in a matter of hours. Likewise, your journey may take you long or short time depending on your guru, his teachings and applications of those teachings in your life. That would determine the speed of your journey. There are different schools and different teachers who have suggested different methods they, they lived and preached. Some have laid stress on prayer, some on emotions, some on good actions, some on love, some on meditation, and the list goes on. But their motives have been the same, and those were means to reach the same one goal. The goal that body consciousness should be trans transcended by turning the life force inward, and that the self should be realized. What is renunciation? Renunciation is wrongly understood by many of us and that's why I wanted to bring this up. Let us understand it in a better way. True renunciation means to renounce material consciousness for spiritual consciousness. The yoga term for this liberating attitude is non-attachment. Spiritual consciousness does not necessitate renouncing material possessions and proper care of the body. But it means spiritualizing one's thoughts words and actions by bringing them into attunement with God and truth. So how do we do it? Yoga teaches us how to transmute matter or material consciousness into higher or God consciousness. It teaches us how to train our mind so that we can perform the necessary dutiful actions of daily life and still maintain the consciousness of God within. 
Spiritual aspirants should not seek to flee their rightful or earthly responsibilities. In fact, fastest progress comes by performing one's spiritual and material or worldly duties without sacrificing one for the other. And one of our holy books, the Bhagavad Gita teaches, always perform good material actions, karyam, and spiritual actions, karmam, without attachment. Reach out to me for any queries at www.pallavikashiv.com Until we meet again, start doing all actions without attachment to attain the highest.